0: music video
1: let's drop into the music video I'm excited
0: because I feel like not only yeah the music video I'm excited to talk about the imagery and excited to talk about what this reveals about potentially about like Billy Joel as a writer yes that's
1: what I'm that's what I'm super into great Um, because you know I've got a lot of working theories about Billy Joel and his relationship to the song and Mm. I think a lot of them come together in this music video
0: okay let's talk
1: okay So, um, I want to hear from you, like, what were the things that struck you or that strike you about the music video on first watch whenever you originally saw it? And then on this watch where you were looking at it and taking notes specifically to talk about it for the show.
0: When I first watched, we didn't start the fire ages ago. And like, obviously at repeated intervals for this song, I've always been struck by the campy nature of it, how it sets up this, like, it seems like it's moving through these decades of the like perfect American household. I mean, upon closer inspection, it's much more granular, like it's year year by year and also obviously a lot of things. But I never – I always just thought like this is, you know, a pastiche of the American housewife, like the American dream at large, and then and then Billy Joel at like a shitty folding table in front of a flame. Like I was just never looking that closely.
1: Yeah, so the structure of the video, if you haven't seen it or if you're listening to the show – there's this family, presumably American family, in the in a kitchen. They're always in the kitchen. Well, almost always. And they are going through the four decades that the song covers over the course of the song. And the set changes periodically throughout the show and kind of updates to different years and different trends. In that world, Billy Joel is also there in all black with sunglasses singing the song and kind of observing the family. Um. Mostly passively, and yeah. then in the cutaway scenes, which are the um the chorus, he's sitting at a table, banging his fists on the table, yeah, and there's fire behind him, but it's not just fire, it is these giant images
0: I had never seen those before burning and them. when I they they're also traumatic images like i I think you have probably done more sleuthing about what those images represent because I didn't recognize all of them.
1: You may be right, I may be crazy.
0: They are all traumatic, clearly.
1: So let's talk about the images then. Okay. The first image that comes up in this video is from the song. It's a car. Yeah. It's a Studebaker. Oh, Very innocuous. Not
0: traumatic. Great.
1: So, but the thing, here's, okay. He is really fucking up his metaphor here. His whole thing, again, Billy Joel really doesn't have a point of view in this whole song. Mm. His Mm. whole point is like, things happen. I didn't. I personally – I don't know who the we is and the We Didn't Start the Fire, this generation, that generation. Like things have always been happening, I guess is his thesis of the song. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have a pro or con of any of the events that happen. Mm -hmm. But we can guess by like what he picked that he was like maybe vaguely kind of liberal and kind of inclusive and thought we weren't paying enough attention to world events and people outside of America and stuff like that. So what happens in the chorus is that the things that are in the pictures – it's like a big sheet – behind him they're Mm -hmm. they are engulfed in flames so Mm -hmm. he's burning the things from the song Mm -hmm. but aren't the things from the song the fire do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i don't get what the fire is supposed to be like they're they're like getting burned down it's a very confusing message visually
0: that's an interesting observation i mean i felt like the two images that stood out for me from the backdrops one seemed to be a potential image from slavery in America. I wasn't sure. It was someone like chained to a tree, in a, in an image that was reminiscent of a lot of like lynching imagery.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a lynching photo from 1933, um, that was um, part of like a photography docu um, mm. uh, series. So. The image predates anything that we cover in the song, but I think is just an incredibly resonant and horrifying image yes. for race relations in America and our Yeah,
0: that, that was that. my instinct. And so to see it burning up was kind of... That felt like a sharper metaphor because it was both like the act of trying to summarize, like the act of trying to minimize by in in like list song form was inadequate. Yeah. Same with the image, which I, again, don't know, but I took to be from Vietnam.
1: Yes. Um okay. A pretty, uh, again, another horrific image. Th- these two specifically are yeah. awful to look at.
0: That's the ones I referred to as traumatic, yeah. I
1: am happy to watch them burn. So it's the, if you've seen it before, um, it's uh, it's a Vietnamese person being held at gunpoint with the gun to their head and wailing in terror. Um, By an American
0: soldier, yes. it should be said, right?
1: It's either an American soldier or yeah. a Vietnamese soldier.
0: Oh, it seemed like a oh, white that's dude, possible.
1: dude. Yeah, from here America, will. but I could be wrong. Um, anyway. and, and that's image three. And then mm-hmm. image four.
0: I didn't recognize the others.
1: Image four, oh, okay. So image four is Jack Ruby killing Lee Harvey Oswald on television. Whoa. Which, so he talks about JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? And I mentioned in a previous episode, there's a lot more to say about that. Yeah. But um, (laughs) there's this great series of plays called the Apple Family Plays that the public theater did. Um, They recently did another one in in the pandemic where they were all socially distant, um, produced by the public theater. And there was a quote from Mm. it um when the original play premiered on the 50th anniversary of the fiftieth anniversary of the assassination assassination of JFK, um, where one of the characters said, you know, nobody saw JFK killed on television. We heard about it immediately after it happened. Everybody broke into the radio, broke into TV broadcast, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people saw it happen, but this thing mm-hmm. in Dallas wasn't being widely covered. That's why we only have a couple of little films of it, right? But after it happened, everybody Mm -hmm. was watching Lee Harvey Oswald being led in cuffs and watched this guy Jack Ruby of dubious origin kill him on live television. Oh, wow. So for a lot of people, approximately our parents' generation, what this play said, and I asked my folks around this time if it's the case, that for an entire generation of Americans and people around the world, that that was the first time that they'd seen someone die. And it was the shared experience for – the entire country, right? Um, so that was the moment as we're seeing this guy, Jack oh, Ruby, God. shooting Lee Harvey Oswald before we could get you know his testimony or anything.
0: I think I've got to look at that picture again. Wow.
1: Um, yeah, pretty wild. So um, again, Billy Joel sort of belies his own premise here by saying, what else do I have to say? And then in- inserting the picture of, of Jack Ruby there. And then the last picture, again, is sort of like the Bernie Getz thing. It's a very 80s. Right. It's a picture of Ollie North, Oliver North. Do you, does that name ring any bells for you? Mm-mm. It was, you know, I was like a little kid, and I'm only aware of it from like residual stuff when I got older. But Ali North, he was another kind of right-wing folk hero. He was um, supportive of Reagan during Iran-Contra and like implicated in the Iran-Contra affair. Okay. But that's it. So it was like something happening during the times, and it was one of the biggest stories of the 80s that the Beege had missed in the original song. Mm -hmm. So it almost felt like he was including stuff, recent stuff that he had missed in the song, Hmm. which I still think there's another maybe mini episode or discussion like this we can have about the fact that there's stuff missing from the original song.
0: Well, and and maybe when we we get into it and start talking about the music video, I can also, like, I just want to put a pin in something I've been thinking about, which is how informed was Billy Joel. Like, not just aware of, but how informed. And that's what I want to address with one or two examples. So anyway, let's, let us.
1: So, well, I mean, we have been talking about the music video, but these are the the chorus versions. And then the chorus part ends with, at least these versions of the chorus, end with him in front of the picture of Ollie North mm. burning, mm-hmm. and with him flipping the table over right. with the I can't take it anymore. right. So now let's talk about this other storyline of the family that we go through. So. What came out to you about this family? Tell me everything.
0: Okay. I mean, let's first call out, it's not one family, it's multiple families. And that's something that didn't feel like, unless it was like bad stunt double work, I I really didn't think that we were supposed to believe it was one family. Okay. Which may be a hot take. Because it seemed like the timeline almost wants you to think that way. But then there's like, first of all, there's a, a... there's a baby, there's a boy, there's a teenage boy, then there's a, a girl, then there's a teenage girl, then there's a different girl, there's another second boy who's wearing something different. So like, and there were different actresses. And one of the things I loved discovering was when I did a little bit of light digging to see like who played these characters, that Lucille Ball figure in the first American Family, it's a very clear impersonation is a professional Lucille ball impersonator so it's just kind of endearing like it, it was very laid bare the way that he wanted us to think about this family at, at the beginning um but yeah the issues of I, I really felt that the family dynamics were were a weird thing to try to track throughout the music video because they changed so much and it didn't seem... Uh, maybe, maybe it did seem like the real thrust of looking at the family was not so much about how the shape of the American family changed as how individuals in the the, the nuclear family structure, or the family structure, dealt like were were kind of uh, we pull focus into them briefly, like the mom on pills and the kid on pills and the teen this and the dad this, you know? Yeah. What What about you? How did the family read to you?
1: The family, I am under the impression Mm -hmm. that it's the same continuous family, but we go through kind of like generations. Oh. Because there is a funeral.
0: The funeral is
1: weird. And I think what we're seeing is the dad (gasps) from the original die. Wow. Who would now be like the grandpa.
0: I did not pick that up, but. I
1: think that's what we're seeing. Hmm. Yeah, the weirdest—the mo- funeral is weird, and the Christmas is weird.
0: Christmas is really weird, yeah.
1: The whole second part of it is pretty strange, and it's like the song, and it's like the way that we structure the song in our show, because it's pretty on, it's pretty on in terms of the time period. It's like okay, we're in the '50s, and even in the lyrics, you know, he hits like one year for every line, basically. Yeah. yeah. And then it's all mixed up. Like you have Woodstock happening at the in the last verse. Yeah. And you have all the stuff from the 80s, so it gets all kind of jumbled. Yes. And, and it just sort of covers like – it's sort of a mishmash. Yeah. And the time periods reflect that because I was watching and I was trying to say, like, okay, this is the 50s, this is yeah. the 60s, yeah. this is the 70s. So I was like, oh, no, no, that's like more of the 60s. And there's like three different ones that are kind of the 60s and sort of the 70s. Yes.
0: I was really and annoyed. And then
1: this is the 80s. And I think that we end in the future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I uh, So – Yes, I have a lot of things to say about things you just said. One, okay, a thing that really bugged me is that the same shot of the calendar flipping through January 1957 is used twice, even though we've already moved through time. Issue. Yes. Second, um, the... Uh, That was
1: clearly a pickup, second unit. Yes. They went back and reshot that (laughs) to clarify the change of time because it's so confusing.
0: Um, The second thing I had never heard before, I'm ashamed to admit, like I've probably heard it in the back of my mind, but because we never address it in our writing, I never clocked the when – what's the phrase? Uh, He says – But when we are gone, will it still burn on and on and on? And I think that The last line of the song. Yes. And that that speaks to your theory that it's the future. Um, And also the fact that, I mean, things keep burning in the house. Like, mom, mom keeps burning things in the oven. And, oh, you have something to say about this.
1: Well, there's a lot of fire. Oh,
0: so much fire. But, interestingly enough, the fire is never addressed. Like, the fire never burns anything down. It never ends anything. In fact, the Lucille Ball impersonator mom... Like, sets fire to her oven and, like, has this moment of checking the fire and then just goes to check on the baby while the oven's burning. And I thought that was, like, a very, you know, metaphor. Um, but I didn't yeah. necessarily. I, I think that now that you say it, uh, you're probably right about the last scene being the future. But I was like, oh, it's just sad 80s. <laughs> I was like, there, whatever It's, this like, is.
1: weird. Yeah. 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 I feel it like it's so sort disturbing. of a vaguely futuristic. Yeah. And everything um, around
0: but- them is in flames at that point.
1: Yeah, so there's this meta moment where it zooms out, it's like, actually, you've been watching a music video the whole time. Yeah. This was on a set. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we know. And yeah. like Billy Joel was always there in the room. So yeah, the fire thing, you've got the burning the dinner. Um, the uh the boy, I think is the boy from the beginning, burns his draft card. Yeah, oh. Which is like a cultural moment. Can I the teenage girl burns her bra. Can
0: I talk about this? Please. Uh so when I saw the bra burning, I did a little googling. Um, because I was fascinated by, yeah, the, the bra burning and learned that the bra burning is a myth. It never actually never happened. happened in the 1968, uh, protest, uh, where women, like they basically tossed bras and things into a garbage can, but, um, the bra burning was a direct, uh, it was like a gendered, you know, transposition of the draft card burning that was happening. So maybe I'm getting my year wrong. I do think it was 1968. Um, but maybe, no, yeah, it, it was, but. This is what led me to ask myself how informed Billy Joel was, because it's like looking at that image, you cannot tell whether he is winking at it to say this didn't happen. But here we are experiencing the myth of the moment or just, you know, like and it, it made me I don't know, it just sent me on this spiral asking myself to what extent did Billy Joel like know what was media spin what was you know being being foisted on him what was i will never uh, sincerely use the phrase fake news because i don't i hate it so much but like what was um just kind of stoking the ire of the people
1: stoking the fire of the people uh so i'm so glad you brought this up Mm -hmm. i wanted to talk about this if we got around to it the bra-burning thing, yeah, it was It was like um, – I don't even know if it was necessarily media bias. It mm-hmm. might have been reported or mm-hmm. honestly reported. Mm-hmm. But it became this almost – not almost. It became a pre-internet meme. It had such a force wow. as a shorthand, as lowercase yeah. as you say, yeah, yeah. for feminism. Yeah. And it yeah. was a very positive – like people thought of it in a very positive way and in a very negative way. It became this sh- sort of shorthand, the way that you know nowadays people have kind of weaponized the idea of – social justice or safe space or, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. Like it became this, it became the signifier of this, uh, of this kind of culture war argument that you know, keeps going on and on and on. But I think it's a reference to the, like, basically it's his one nod, apocryphal nod to feminism in the entire song. <gasps>
0: Yeah, and I I didn't read from the music video that it was...
1: It's one of the things that's not in the song.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. I never even thought about that. And the way that things were addressed, and also I have to say, his presence in the song was, like, visually. His presence in the music video was maybe the most honest and... It was the most honest thing because it was the most inadequate thing, right? Some of the editing is so bad, like right at the top where it, like the veil goes through him. Oh my God. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I was like, oh. it's beyond the veil. I was like trying to do wordplay in my head. Anyway, yes.
1: He does interact at one moment. Yeah. You mentioned, I believe this is during the same time when the, when the fire is burning in the stove, he goes and plays with the baby.
0: Yes. Yes. With the rattle. Yeah.
1: Which I think is him.
0: Oh interesting. So this is my
1: other thing about the song, right? It's so through his own right, mindset. Right. Which is why he might have left things out of the original song. Right. So he's the baby in the video. Mm. And there's a bunch of stuff already, all the stuff about the Dodgers and baseball and so much New York focused stuff. And he talks about you know you can just I have the working theory that so much of it is about telling his own life story. Yeah. His own experience. Huh. There's stuff in there like the Lone Ranger lunchbox, the Slinky. Yeah. The Lincoln logs, like all these toys. There's so many toys, like such yeah. specific toys. These are clearly Billy Joel's memories growing up as a kid in New York. Wow. That he's putting in there. Right? I'm just Maybe thinking about it memories.
0: now, like the cookie jar and all the kitchen utensils he's obsessed with playing with. Do now. If you if you cast them as mementos, it makes sense.
1: That's what I think is going on there. Mm. That it's tracking his own Joel-centric journey through American history. Wow. And, you know, we are biased. Uh, we are New Yorkers as well. You are originally from Canada. You know, we have our own point of view, our totally. own biases. So we're honoring the song by kind of filtering through our own point of view, but it's something that cannot be denied, that he is really working through some shit in this song.
0: Do you think that the Mickey Mouse picture that flashes at the end is something he drew?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, the, on the on the refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, there's some okay. Shit. Uh, I don't have the note for this, but there's a name on the drawing. So we like learn the name of the child in the so it's oh not didn't say no. Billy Joel. I it's don't like know some it. made up name. Oh well my God. we can revisit this. Okay. But yeah, it's it's the kid drawing Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, it must be.
0: Uh I'm just I'm going through my like I'm seeing if there was anything else that I wanted to call out. Yeah, yada, you yada, yada, mentioned yada. the radio. Oh no, I didn't. Did I? I think so. Ooh. Sorry. Well, Maybe. What, what were your thoughts on the Well, radio? there's like a thing
1: about technology. Like they bring in a fancy new radio and it's like this huge deal. Right. And then there's like this progression of technology where there's like the mobile television. And right, the, right. The, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, dis, the garbage disposal, like the advent of technology is a big thing. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Over the course of it.
0: Let's see. There was one. Uh,
1: oh, the, the stuff with the mother. There's like a lot of memes. Uh, again, like bra burning. Oh,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I wanted to mention another thing that I would, that to your point about the lack of like feminist perspective, one of the things that really frustrated me was the way that like the daughter is like playing the violin. The mom hates it. She takes pills and then she plays the violin. I was like, that is a, Oh, if that's something different than you were thinking, the things that pissed me off about that is it's like absent mother, like can only take drugs. And this is like the psychedelic hippie narrative of like, Kind of like Woodstock, almost. It's like that's yeah. how you get into, and and it just it felt so like there was, yeah, it, it was just nothing real about the women in that music video.
1: I think that's really good, and it's funny because the bra burning is a meme, right? It's like something people right. said about women, right? Um The mother's little helper taking Valium. Mm-hmm housewives is also a sort of a cultural yep. meme pre-internet meme yeah and at the very beginning we see the mom requesting or eating pickles and ice cream yes, when she's pregnant, pregnant which is another yes m- like cultural kind of signifier meme thing mm-hmm. about women
0: yes yes uh i i did write that down too yeah i hate him no i'm kidding but i was gonna say oh He's
1: had and- relationship issues and his his you know his marriages and stuff. So I, I don't. That's that's fair. That's fair. Did game. you
0: think the coins on eyes was any like I? I Billy Jill,
1: come on the show. Come on the show.
0: <laughs> I'm Jewish. We have a very specific way of saying goodbye to relatives and burying them. I know that coins on eyes has a history, but I don't know if it's just like a tradition in other religions. Do you know anything about coins on eyes?
1: Uh, I I clocked it as a thing that happens at funerals. That felt kind of anachronistic. I or... d- I looked
0: it up just online, and it's like. But it has a really deep, like the original symbolism of it is that the dead can't cross over the ris- river sticks. So it's like got a very spiritual meaning of putting the coins on eyes. At first, I thought it was like corruption, money, like something. But it has a very I, so. Anyway, I didn't know if there was anything deeper to that. But
1: I just thought it was to keep them closed.
0: Oh, hmm. I mean,
1: I don't but know. maybe specifically <laughs> coins because yeah, I don't know. You bring money, you bring values with you. Yeah. To. Uh... To the next world, like the like the pharaohs. Yes. Okay, a couple other things. Let's see, yep. I mentioned the garbage disposal. Oh, the fire. We talked about the fire. The kid, the sun lights up a joint, burns a draft card, burning bra. There's candles at the funeral. Yep. Um, does the Christmas tree start on fire?
0: I don't remember. No.
1: There's this whole weird Christmas scene. I don't remember. Oh, there's lots Christmas. of
0: spinning. Lots of spinning on heads, hula hoop. Oh, yeah. Little girl ballerina spinning.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. There's a weird moment, again, having to do with women, where it's either the yeah the young, the college daughter, the teen daughter, says no to a bowl of potato chips.
0: <gasps> oh, I didn't see that.
1: It's like somebody, maybe mom or dad, tries to offer chips, and she's like, no, which I think might be a visual reference to dieting or diet fads or something. Oh,
0: I don't know. I didn't clock that. I clocked a weird moment where, like, daughter is making some kind of re- – like, so, like, doing something weird with a male, like, either suitor or – father figure i could not tell it's like rejecting in advance it was very uncomfortable and that's why i couldn't i couldn't tell what the family dynamics were at any point because yeah
1: it's a total mess
0: billy joel's presence is so disturbing in that video like the more i watched it the more frustrated i became because it's like there was really no point in inserting himself in that video
1: if you know the future why aren't you warning them (laughs) He's doing nothing. And this is my whole issue. Again, I'm on the fence about his point of view in the song because – Sure. A, he's saying, oh, this shit's always been happening, you know, which I kind of – I'm sympathetic to. Like,
0: it's not worse
1: now than it's ever been. Yeah. But also, by the way that he wrote the song, he is copping to the fact that you're so much more – Um, easily influenced by things that happen during your formative years because look how much meticulous time he spends on the 60s 50s 60s and 70s or the 50s and 60s and the 70s and 80s when he was becoming a rock star and everything it's this these quick hits and it's kind of all over the place so in his own retelling of the fact that like boy this fire it's been burning like the fire clearly accelerates over the course of Mm. the song so I feel like he's undermining his own point of view Hmm. and he doesn't have a point of view beyond Mm -hmm. the fact that Things happen. Which yeah, doesn't feel like a cohesive yeah, point of view.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you.
1: But Billy Joel, please come on the show. We're big yeah, fans. No
0: disrespect.
1: <laughs> if he came on the show, I would have a heart attack. Hack, 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 hack. <laughs> that was a long episode. This is going to be a super super length show.
0: Yeah, but you're you're the editing whiz. I trust you to make it bearable.
1: I would prefer to just do one episode that required no edits once in our lives well, do
0: I keep fucking it up why is no, why no, it no, need no that no. is we
1: just because I talk too much
0: no I talk too much do you want to play this game no anyway we're <laughs> both doing great we're both doing great so yes
1: thank you for recapping the video with me let's pick you know future things we can do and kind of do some deeper dives in parts of the song
0: yeah